this same gospel which I proclaim to you today, the gospel of our Savior Jesus Christ, who is the Lord of history and the breath of life for a world in need of salvation. The readings of the Mass today invite us to reflect on the mystery of the Eucharist. This great mystery was foreshadowed in Old Testament times when God provided the Israelites with manna in the wilderness. In the first reading, we hear the words of Moses spoke to the people. Remember how the Lord your God led you for 40 years in the wilderness. He fed you with manna, which neither you nor your father had known to make you understand that man does not live on bread alone, but that man lives on everything that comes from the mouth of the Lord. God told the people that he alone was their Lord. He alone was the one who would lead them out of slavery. He alone was the one who would care for them amid the hardships and sorrows they would encounter on the way to the promised land. When they were hungry and dusty, he gave them manna from heaven and water from the rock. What was foreshadowed in Old Testament times has been fulfilled in Jesus Christ. He gave his followers food for the journey of faith when he entrusted to the church the gift of the Eucharist. Jesus himself is the new spiritual food for the Eucharist is his body and blood made present under the appearances of bread and wine. He himself says in the Gospel, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never be hungry. He who believes in me will never serve. Here in Wales, the Eucharist has held a place of prominence in the church from the earliest time. This is shown 
by the Christian symbols of the Eucharist, which have been discovered in the archaeological excavations at the Roman fort of Kyle Leon. Happily, this great heritage has continued from the early beginnings down to the present time. This fact should not surprise us, since the Eucharist holds such a central place in the Christian life, and since the mystery of the Eucharist is so closely linked to the mystery of the church. For every generation in the church, the food which nourishes the people of God is the Eucharist, the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. What a beautiful prayer is recorded in today's Gospel after Jesus speaks to the people about the true bread which comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. They cry out, give us that bread always. This prayer expresses a deep hunger on the part of the people, one which goes beyond the hunger for food. It is a hunger which arises from the depth of the soul and from the desire for love and fulfillment. It is a longing for holiness and salvation and a yearning for fullness of life. It is a hunger for union with God. Christ is God answer to this prayer, God's response to the deepest hunger of the human heart. All the anguished cries, cries of mankind to God. Since the fall of Adam and Eve, find fulfillment in the Son of God become men. Jesus still says, I am the breath of life. He who comes to me will never be hungry. He who believes in me will never thirst. May this same prayer give 
ask that bread always. Often be our prayer too. From our first communion until the day we die, may we have a deep yearning for Christ, the true bread which gives life to the world. And now I would like to speak to these little ones who are about to receive Holy Communion for the first time. Dear children, Jesus is coming to you in a new way today, in a special way. He wants to live in you. He wants to speak to you in your heart. He wants to be with you all through your day. Jesus comes to you in the Eucharist so that you will live forever. Holy Communion is not ordinary food. It is the bread of eternal life. It is something more precious than gold or silver. It is worth more than anything you can imagine. For this sacred bread is the body and blood of Jesus. And Jesus promises that if you eat his flesh and drink his blood, you will have life in you and you will live forever. You come to the altar today with faith and prayer. Promise me that you will try to stay close to Jesus always and never turn your back on him. As you grow older, go on learning about Jesus by listening to his word and by talking to him in prayer. If you stay close to him, you will always be happy. Dear parents, dear parents of these children, your life for your love 
for Christ has made this day possible. For you are your children's first teachers in the ways of faith. By what you say and do, you show them the truth of our faith and the values of the gospel. This is indeed not only a sacred duty, but a grace, a great privilege. Many other members of the church share in this task, but the main responsibility for your children's religious formation rests upon your shoulders. So try to make your homes genuinely Christian. Help your children to grow and mature as Jesus did at Nazareth in wisdom, in stature, and in favor with God and man. Allow no one allow no one to take advantage of their lack of experience and knowledge. As you share with them in their personal pilgrimage to God, may you always be united in prayer and worship and in humble love of God and his people. Dear teachers in our Catholic schools, you too deserve an honored place in our celebration today. Together with the parents, you help to prepare the children for the worthy reception of the sacraments and for a more active role in the Christian community. You bring them to a reverence and knowledge of God's work and you explain to them the doctrine of the Church. And thus, you introduce them gradually into the riches of the mystery of salvation. You are heirs of a great tradition, and the people of God is in your depth. As you carry out your important mission in that special community of faith with this, which is the Catholic school, may you have 
a deep love for the Church. May your love for the Church radiate through all your various activities and be reflected in the way of faithfully hands on the sacred deposit of the faith. Beloved brother priest, this is a day of joy for you also. For these little ones are members of the parishes in which you have the privilege to serve together with their families and teachers. You introduce the children to the wider Christian community and help them to grow to the fullness of maturity in Christ. To them and to the whole parish, you seek to give a shepherd's, shepherd's tale. May you be the best of shepherds and models. Your lives are our Lord and Redeemer. I know that your bishops are anxious to develop throughout England and Wales practical programs of adult education in the faith. I urge you be the vanguard of those efforts which are so important for the vitality of the Church. I also encourage you to make the worthy celebration of the Eucharist the first priority of your pastoral ministry. Recall the words of the Second Vatican Council. The other sacraments, as well as every ministry of the Church and every work of, of the Apostolate, are linked with the Holy Eucharist and I directed towards it for the most blessed Eucharist contains the Church's entire spiritual wealth, that is Christ himself, our Passover and living bread. No other work you do is of greater importance for the Church or of greater service to your people. For 
the celebration of the Eucharistic sacrifice is the source and summit of all Christian life. Ensure that the Mass is celebrated with deep reverence and prayerfulness and make every effort to foster the active participation of the lady. Bear witness to the Church's faith in the real presence of Christ by your own daily visit of Eucharistic adoration. And through the liturgical renewal that was willed by the Council, may all your parishes become communities alive with faith and charity. My brothers and sisters in Christ, every time we gather for the Eucharist, we take part in the great mystery of faith. We receive the bread of life and the cup of eternal salvation. This is the cause of, your, of our joy and the source of our hope. May this great mystery be for you and for the whole Church in Wales, the center of your life and the way to eternal salvation in Christ Jesus our Lord. As we speak of life and the bread of life, let us also remember those who have died in conflict throughout the world, in the conflict in the South Atlantic, in the conflict between Iran and Iraq, in every place where human blood is shed. And and in the power of blood of Christ, may we all find peace, reconciliation, and eternal life. Amen.